I'm Andrea. And I'm Brandy. And we're Sarcastic in Suburbia. Discussing life's everyday annoyances with laughter and sarcasm. Welcome back. We're back. And thriving. Really, Brandy? I do feel better. I think it's this warm weather. I think it is too. And I think that, I don't know, I think ignoring the outside world, like any kind of negativity and just kind of putting a block up, like no news, no, just be in a good place. Like you have to physically decide that emotionally mentally decide that and I think it has helped me I agree I've been doing that most of this entire time and that's probably why you have not been a negative Nancy and I've been a little bit of a negative Nancy should we start off with another food question because that was so fun last time I heard more feedback on that food question than any other this is episode 47 plus the bonuses so we've done 50 episodes I heard more about that conversation than any episode we have ever done yeah that's funny I loved it I loved it too yeah go ahead shoot I love a good food question um let's see how do you eat an apple do you just like eat it like you would eat an apple or do you cut it up If I'm being lazy, I just wash it and eat it, but I usually eat, I eat most of the peel, but not all of it. If I'm not being lazy, I get the apple cutter out and cut it, and then I eat all of the peel every single time. Like I feel like there's enough of the inner apple and peel for it to taste good versus when I bite into it, it's different. Um, But I would say most of the time, I just bite into it and I do not cut it up. Yeah, I don't eat an apple like... A regular, I despise eating apples, just like a regular apple, like how you would eat it. I have to cut it up. I think the worst part of eating it regularly is, and I do it and it makes me sick and it's my own self. Like it's not other people doing it. When you're like slurping the juice of the apple every bite, you're like biting into it and then you make that, that is so gross and for anyone who has misophonia they're probably so mad at me for doing that it's really really gross yeah I um when like when it comes to oranges I have to peel them like I cannot stand like apple or not apple uh, orange slices that you like eat like you stick in your mouth but my kids will, like, they won't, they'll eat oranges. They'll eat, like, the halos if they're, like, the really easy to peel ones. But it like, a regular orange, they won't eat it unless you cut it into fourths, like, at school. Interesting. And I've never eaten an orange like that, ever. I've always peeled it and then eaten it in those slices. Uh-huh. My problem is, and I don't know what it's called, but I guess the skin of the orange I feel like it's too thick on those pieces and it makes me, so I should probably eat it the way your kids do so I don't have to eat any of that at all. Yeah, I don't know why. One day they ate like six oranges that way. Like I just kept cutting them up and there's just like a big pile of orange peels everywhere. But no, 
no one's getting scurvy over here. Yeah, true. I just feel like I don't eat oranges very often because they're too much work. That's, I mean, I'm just lazy, I guess. I also cannot stand to peel an orange, even what like an easy peel one, like mandarin orange. I cannot unless I'm able to wash my hands afterwards. Yeah, super sticky. Well, it's not even sticky. It's like the orange peel oil or something. Like I can't. I have a problem with like stuffing on my hands, like chalk dust. Ugh, like cannot anything dry and chalky or anything that leaves like a film. I can't use lotion. Like if I use lotion, I have to like put it on the back of my hands and rub the back of my hands together because I cannot have it on my palms. That's how George's, I don't know what that's called. Maybe it's not called anything, but that's how George's. And it's the reason why he refuses to use like face moisturizer or even put on, um, sunblock that's not a spray because he cannot stand like an oily film on his hands oh when I put on sunblock I put it on at home so I can wash my hands afterwards but technically you're doing it right though they tell you that is how you're supposed to do it because then it sinks into your skin before you ever go out in the sun or before you ever get wet so you're technically doing it right yeah I cannot even hand sanitizer, I know that's like really bad right now. And I've made myself in situations where I've needed to use hand sanitizer. I've made myself use it, but I cannot. David will be like, there's no film left behind when you use hand sanitizer. And I'm like, yes, there is. Like, I can't handle it. Okay, I have a question because I've been debating. Obviously, it's been nice enough we had a couple of really cold days but my skin is so pale from not being outside and I don't know what the summer is gonna look like I've never gotten a spray tan before and I don't want to go that route nor could I right now anyways because we're in quarantine I'm really thinking about for the first time in my life trying a self tanner Uh and I know people have really bad stories about self tanners But have you ever used one? And if you have, do you have a recommendation? Because I feel like my legs, my lower half and my upper half do not look even remotely the same. I actually do. Um, I've never put self-tan on my face. So I don't have any tips on that. But when I, and I don't use it all the time. It's like this weird, awkward time where it's like warm, but you haven't been outside enough to get a tan but you don't want to look like Casper, the friendly ghost. Yes. So I get a spray self-tanner and the lotion. And I spray it on and then take a little bit of the lotion and rub it all in. That way there's no, because I noticed like the spray is really good for getting it all over, but it'll run and streak really bad. And you're probably supposed to like spray it and then rub it in. But I just find that it with a little bit of the tanning lotion, it like is just a better even blend. Do you use a glove? Because I keep seeing people back and forth whether or not they use a glove. No, I just wash my hands right after. And then do you have do you use it like at the beginning of the day so that you don't mess up your sheets? Because that's another thing. People talk about how it comes off on their sheets. Uh, yeah, I I don't take a shower like right before bed. So 
no, that's usually not a problem. I do have to say that um, before we DIY'd our bathroom and changed, it, it had carpet in it. And so now we have tile. But when it had carpet, um, I was spray, tan spray tanning myself outside of the shower. And you shouldn't do that because it will stain your carpet. <laughs> Okay, so if you don't know the brand or, or what it is right now or where you got it, that's fine. But can you tell me what that is? Because I feel like I've read a lot of reviews and people, it's like anything else. People either love something and swear by it or it was the worst thing that they've ever purchased and it didn't work. So I need to know what you used and if you would continue to recommend it. Um, I just got it from Walmart because I'm cheap like that. And it was in a brown bottle. Okay, I'll look it up. If anybody, if any of our listeners have recommendations too for self-tanner and how to apply it, like what the tricks are, please like DM us or send us an email at sarcasticandsuburbia at gmail.com because I'm 33 and I'm a little bit nervous to do this for the first time. Well, and also if you're putting it on your legs, I feel like there's less chance, like if you mess up, it's not the end of the world. Like that's why I'm... I tan really easily, so like going outside for a couple minutes every day, like my face is just going to get slightly tanner each time. But I could not put it on my face. I would be too scared. Yeah, and that's another thing. So I know that my my legs are a lot t less tan than my arms, but shouldn't I, don't I want them to all be the same color? Do I use it everywhere if I want them to be the same color, even though my arms are starting out darker than my legs? I don't know. No one's ever told me I look weird. I mean, I don't think anybody cares. <laughs> okay, I mean, you would okay. think if, sure. I, if I looked like too weird, I'm sure my husband would be like, like, you look a little like mismatched. I don't understand what's going on. You look like a patchwork quilt of tan. That's that's funny. Okay. See, we just naturally get off the subject and just talk about something else. But I'm glad I said that because I've really been looking at some self-tanners. So I'm glad. What are you doing? Like, how are you starting your day? What are things to like feel good? What can we continue to do in order to be in like a good mood? Well, you know what we did today? And I think like my husband and I were like, we need to do this every single day, every morning. We are not watching the morning news. Like we used to, I loved watching our local, one of our local news stations because I love the anchors and everyone that's on it. We just can't. Like, I just, we cannot, we're not doing it right now. But my kids came across a show called Too Cute. It's on Animal Planet. Um, and it's been around for a long time. I remember it being on years ago. But the kids just started watching it. And it is literally just stories about kitties and puppies. And it'll just take... So it'll be like one, some of the episodes are broken up between like cats and dogs. So like one we watched today was puppies and it was three breeds of dogs. So it was like boxers, um, Karen terriers and uh, the real, really wrinkly ones. And so then it takes it from like birth to when they get adopted. And it's, so it's like, Aww. so it's like a breeder. I know that sounds bad, but. The mom has the puppies and it's a specific litter of puppies. And then like it, they like take it through 
you know, Peanut is the runt, and now Peanut can do this. And it's just literally puppies and kitties. And then some of them I noticed had bunnies and piggies, like all these. And it's, remember that study we talked about in Japan where just watching kitten videos makes you feel better? Yes. This show is like that, but an hour's worth of just cuteness. And it is, and it's very like soothing. I love it. Like the guy's voice reminds me a little bit of if you've ever seen um like how it's made. You know how like that show is very like soothing or like golf. It's like watching golf but with kittens and puppies. Golf is the perfect Sunday afternoon nap. Yes. Station like. Um, I remember being a kid and literally being like, I'm tired. I'm going to go and lay in the living room where my dad's watching golf because I'm for sure going to fall asleep. Yep. It's like that, but it doesn't put you to sleep. It's just too cute. I've been, I do not watch morning news. I don't watch any news and that's pretty normal for me. So I've been getting in my own routine of, you know, what I want to listen to, how I want to start my day, like with a devotional, with certain music, with a shower, like This sounds bad. I don't wash my hair every day. I shower every day, but I don't wash my hair every day. And I'm having hair trauma right now, as many of us are. But um, I'm currently, I think I've been so stressed out and I've also been coloring my hair for a while that I'm like losing hair now. And I always shed a lot, but like losing hair. And so I've been doing treatments and all this other stuff. But the whole reason why I'm mentioning that is I shower every day, but I don't normally start my day with a shower, not since the quarantine. Like I get up and I do other things first. And I'm telling you, even if I have to shower two or three times in a day because I work out or go outside, it is still worth it to take a five minute shower very first thing. Like I feel so much better. Like I think everybody needs just needs to find what works for them. Yeah. You know what else is good? If you if you like um um sparkling water this a h a i think it's ah uh, but um i saw several people on instagram had it and i'm like ooh i need to try that out because the flavor that they kept raving about was the blueberry pomegranate and it is very good and then i also um somebody else that had mentioned they were liked this one um said that the orange i think it's orange grapefruit is really good also so I think I'm going to have to try that one next. So if you like sparkling water, then this is a new one that's pretty tasty. Nice. I like that. A little a little pick-me-up, a little something different. And this, So would you compare this to LaCroix? Yeah, or Bubbly. Yeah, they're all the same. I mean, to me, they're all the same. I just feel like some of them, the flavors are better than others. So like LaCroix has, there's a couple of flavors of LaCroix that I like. Bubbly, there's a couple of flavors that LaCroix doesn't make that I like. Like some of the bubblies I do not care for. Um, but you do have to be careful. Some of them have sodium in them, which to me that kind of defeats the purpose of it being like spar- healthy sparkling water if there's fake sugar and sodium in it. So True that. Okay, so what are you doing to um, occupy your time? Like what's in this last week since last episode? Have you been, have you found something to do that does not revolve around 
electronics or, um, you know, what else is everybody doing? I guess going outside. We've been tackling the to-do list, the home improvement to-do list. Nice. I feel like you and everybody else, us included, but I feel like everybody's either painting or building something or organizing something. What's your list? Like, what are you currently working on? Well, last week, my husband cleaned out his garage and like really actually cleaned it out instead of just moving the piles around everywhere. Like he actually, (laughs) I mean, he kind of still moved the piles around, but I mean, he had his workbench. You can actually work at it. It's not just like piled with stuff. Um, The stuff that was piled on top of the our second refrigerator and our freezer is now up on the shelf above those appliances where it should be. Um, he's not finished, of course. He's very good at starting projects and not finishing them. We joke about that. Like, that's kind of like a, what he's known for. Um, but it, it looks... It's a Davidism. It's called yeah. a Davidism. Yes. <laughs> But it is so much better and there's enough space. We have not parked in our garage since this whole thing started because I feel like our garage is now just another living space. And so we have enough space. We have our like gym set up and it's good. I cleaned out our pantry and reorganized it. And it's like ridiculous how different it looks. We talked last time about how you like to take photos before and after so you can really see your work. And you sent those to me and I felt like I felt better. It wasn't even my pantry. I was like, man, that is so good. When you can physically see your work, when you can compare before and after, I feel like it's such motivation to do something else, to do some what's Mm -hmm. next so that I can feel that all over again. And just walking in there, the feeling, it just feels better in there. Like I'm very much a person that... um, clutter and mess and chaos like I can feel it in a space and so oh it feels so nice to be in there I kind of want to just like sit in there by myself I should do that do it do it hi that could be your next hiding space yeah well it's funny because my sister just posted a couple days ago that her and her husband are painting the master bathroom and master bedroom and she's like oh my gosh like I did not I did not realize how much work painting was and how much I did not enjoy it until I started doing it and until me and my husband saw things differently, the kind of music we wanted to listen to while we were doing it, the way we wanted to roll, tape, all that stuff. She's like, I'm telling you, never again am I doing this. Like, it's not happening. I I enjoy painting. I really do. Um we have painted enough spaces that I, we figured out, I do the edging because David is not doing the edging and I'm kind of, I'm kind <laughs> of particular about the edging. Like it drives me nuts for it to be sloppy. And so he does the rolling and I do the edging. Um, I also painted, uh, I had this piece of trash. I mean, it was literally a piece of furniture that got thrown out two years ago on large item trash day. And I scooped it up. It looks, I think it's like an old 
like a bedside table from like the 50s and it looked like someone had started to like they were going to refinish it and paint it and stuff and kind of just gave up so I scooped it up and I've had it for two years and have done nothing with it and this last week I was like I'm just gonna I'm gonna tackle it and so we sanded it down and I painted it with some paint I already had and then added a $4 handle, and it looks great. I mean, it looks a lot better than it did before, that's for sure. It's cute. I saw the before and after. It's really cute. Where did you end up putting it? Um, right now, it's kind of in our entryway. I have a couple of plants that need um, not direct sunlight, so I think that they're going to go on top. I had this basket, this cute basket that I found at a thrift store that I've had for like six months and just haven't figured out what to use with it. It fits perfectly underneath it um my son has already filled it with superheroes so he thinks that's where they're gonna go now even though he has a whole toy room with drawers and stuff that's where they're gonna go like whatever (laughs) but didn't it feel good to like accomplish oh yeah especially since it's been something that i've been putting off for two years so yeah i need to make a whole new list of to do like organizing things because I've oh and I cleaned out our outside tub like we have a big tub outside for all the kids' toys and things and I cleaned that out you're doing a big project and I only know about this project because my husband is doing the self-distance help with this project and that project would be uh we're putting in a new fence So our fence was put in before we moved in and it was pretty janky and it was falling apart and um, all of our neighbors, including us, have dogs. Our dogs like to, they're not being mean. We have a boxer and if you know anything about boxers, they use their front paws a lot. I mean, that's why they're called boxers, but they'll jump and pounce on things. And ours likes to jump and pounce on the fence. And since it was so old and falling apart, she kept busting out the pickets. And so, um, and then our small dog would squeeze through the pickets and go poop in people's yards. So it needed to be done. (laughs) I'm sure your neighbors really loved that. You know. Um, So it needed to be redone. And so, yes, George came over. They worked on it. All yesterday, they took down the two two of the three sides. Um, the back side was is half done, um, but they did the two big sides. They ripped it all down, put in the new posts. What they got one whole side finished, and my husband also almost cut his finger off. How did he almost cut his finger off? Uh, with a skill saw. He was cutting a one of the pickets in half to go next to like the post. And um, yeah, he basically does not have the pad and the fingerprint on his left index finger anymore. Weird. Yeah. And I thought they were just like taking another break because they were like hemming and hauling, <laughs> doing... <laughs> I really did. Like, let's go. Let's go eat some more food. Like, I thought they were just taking another break. They seriously, all day, they would, like, do a little bit of work. Stop and hang out. Do, like, it was taking, like, way too long. 
And so I was like, <sighs> so I went into the garage to find them. And I just walk out there and David's telling our neighbor, who's a nurse, he's like, I don't think it needs stitches. And I'm like, uh, what does it need stitches? And he turns around and he just is looking at me like kind of worried <laughs> look. <laughs> and he was like, I pinched my finger. And I'm like, oh, like, why, why would you need stitches if you just pinched your finger? And then he was like, well, actually, I cut it with the saw. And it's disgusting. Oh, my I pinched my finger like you weren't going to ask to see it. Well, what's so funny is my oldest was out there when it happened. And right when it happened, he goes, Dad, do you want me to tell Mom I cut my finger? He's like, no. <laughs> like, why would that be better? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is so Like, we'd be way more worried if your oldest kid cut his finger versus your husband. Yeah, but it's... It's crazy when he holds his finger up, you can literally see a divot where it's like he literally cut off the fatty part of his finger. Um, Did he? I mean, this is gross, but does he have it? Like, does he have the piece he cut off? No, no, no. The dogs probably ate it. (laughs) Gross. I mean, it's in the yard somewhere. (laughs) Or tangled up in the saw. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, gross. The, the good thing for him is if for some reason he ever has to murder me or dispose of a body, he can just use that <laughs> finger because there's not going to be any fingerprint on there. Hold on. I like how you said if he ever has to murder me, what could ever make him? What could you do to give him a reason to murder you? You mean get away with it if he chose to murder you? Yeah. Yeah. No, there's nothing I could actually do that he I know I'm just teasing oh that's funny okay so if you know if things start coming up missing and for some reason they can't find any fingerprints it could be David it's gonna be the one finger bandit (laughs) that is so funny I'm glad he's okay did it stop bleeding could do they keep going after that or what no luckily um his job before now he had he was in like wound care so he has all these samples left over from that um, that are all like stop bleeding products. So yeah, he has all kinds oh, nice. of stuff that helped. So he should be fine. Oh man. Well, I mean, is it really uh, an outdoor project if someone doesn't get hurt? I mean, come on. I know. I feel like my dad and his dad the last few years have like are always hurting their fingers like always smashing them or cutting them or doing all these things and I'm like at what point at what age does that start happening well I think it's 35 I think men start hurting themselves when they're doing work when they're 35 that makes sense I used to work at a um, an urgent care facility and around this time is when we would start to get people either hurting themselves with saws or what happened, and there were two in one day, power washers, oh, where they're yeah. literally power washing. There's, I mean, it's so mm-hmm. much water coming out so quickly that they would take off like pieces of their skin, of their fingers, of their hands. 
And I'm like, what is going on here? But they're like, when you're holding it in that pressure, mm-hmm. you let it go. You let it slip a little bit. You can cut your toe, whatever. Like they're like, if you're using things like that, you should be wearing tennis shoes because so many people, it slips and it cuts them in their toes and in their feet. Yep. Well, David does, he had a grandfather that was missing a finger because of a saw accident. So I think it kind of runs in the family. (laughs) He's like, I'm just doing it for my ancestors. Yeah. He said uh, last night he kept waking up and having almost like a panic attack thinking, I almost cut my finger off. I almost cut my finger off, which is kind (laughs) of funny because he does not get rattled like ever. Mm hmm. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm glad he's okay that he had everything. And how lucky for you guys that a nurse is your neighbor. Yeah. And that we had all that wound stuff because he didn't have to like, I mean, we have like peroxide, but he has like special like wound wraps and stuff. So. Oh my gosh. You got now, like if David was ever part of one of your true crime documentaries, it would they would have to bring up this story about how he lost the pad of his finger and therefore that's how no one knew it was him. Yep. I mean literally his name would be the one finger bandit. It really would. Ugh. Well, I'm glad he didn't lose his whole finger um, and that is it fine? Yeah. How is it today? You know, I mean, it's fine. <laughs> it's so good. It's disgusting. He's missing a giant chunk. I mean, like literally his whole fingerprint. It's just shaved off. Like his finger is going to be deformed. I'm looking at my finger and I, again, I have small fingerprints compared to guys. They just have bigger fingers. If the whole pad of my finger was gone, that's a lot of, that's a lot. Luckily he has really gigantic fingers. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Oh my gosh, Brandy. What if he couldn't unlock his cell phone because of his fingerprint? Yeah, if he did the wrong one. Yeah, like, that it's would be only crazy. the index finger that he that would be funny. I mean, I guess it would have to relearn because your fingerprints don't grow back. So no. it would have to just learn learn the mangled mess of his finger. Like the scar. Oof. I don't know. Oh, that's so wild. Well, I'm glad he's okay. I'm happy to hear you guys are doing some at home projects. My husband's in the middle of pouring some concrete for um in our front yard for um this pathway that's going to go by our house uh so he's in the midst of doing that we need to rebuild our deck I really really want a porch apparently he's he's willing to give me one in these times of quarantine and I'm just like let's hold on because I feel like we're committing to too much stuff too quickly let's just chill out and you know not not get too crazy but definitely a lot of people I was on walks, I see people constantly doing yard work and doing um, home improvement projects. And I love that. You might as well stay active doing something you're, you've are you been meaning to do for a long time. Yeah, I think a lot of people have the time. So why not? Get it done. It feels, it. I think it, it's, um, it's kind of a mental health thing too. Like accomplishing things and getting things done and being outside or just moving. It's good. Agreed. And you might as, I mean, and you can do some, it's time that you're spending together usually without like spending time together. Like you're far enough away, you're working towards the same goal. um, And it's something different than, you know, sitting on the couch, watching TV, eating, because Lord knows, like every time I'm bored, I'm like, oh, I must be hungry. 
I'm not. I'm just bored. Yeah, I'm not big on like diets, but I am trying to do like keto-esque eating. Good for you. My sister did it for a while. I, I mean, I think she does something still. Like she, I think she went hardcore for a while and is yeah. just like half and half or whatever. Because she, she didn't want to be on a diet either. She was like, but I, I need to retrain myself in the way that I eat and the things that I eat. Um, and it really worked for her. And not even just in the losing weight. Yes, yeah, she lost weight. But I think she just looks at food differently. And for her, that's what she wanted versus I want to be a specific size or a specific weight. Yeah, that's exact. That's kind of I've done like uh, gluten free and like low sugar stuff before, which has really worked. I just liked this because it was like there's a certain number, and I'm very much about like just give me the rules, but like hard and fast rules. And so I think I'm gonna go hardcore for a while just to kickstart it, and then kind of move back into gluten light, basically, and not like good gluten every single meal for everything give me the tostinos party pizzas because that's where we, were, where we were at it was like mac and cheese tostinos party pizzas oreos ice cream i mean like we took quarantine eating to a whole nother level we went hardcore i agree i agree with that we kind of did that too and it's funny because um I think now I'm finally like my brain has finally caught up with reality and I feel like it it wasn't there for a while. Like it kept telling me this is for just a short amount of time so you don't have to get used to it and we're over 40 days in and it's obviously that's a long time. And so I think my brain is finally like this is the way it's going to be for a while so don't get crazy. Like you need to get on a new routine for quarantine time and then we can move on from there. But for a while I just kept telling myself, oh, it's fine. It's just for the weekend. It's just for this week. It's just for whatever amount of time. Uh, and before I knew it, I was like, my pajamas are tight. Like they, yeah. this is not helping. This yeah. is not working. Yeah. Yeah. And the emotional eating does not make you feel good. No, it does for five seconds. Yeah. And then after that, you're like, why? Now my stomach hurts. Now I can't sleep. Now I'm waking up in the middle of the night because I ate too much junk. Now I want to take all the mirrors down out of my entire house. Ooh, yeah. I haven't been, I haven't been doing a lot of searching in the mirrors or anything like that. I try to stay away from that. But I feel like we're finally to a good place. Like getting exercise every day, getting things done, making the best of the situation. That's all we can do. Yep. That wraps up another episode of Sarcastic in Suburbia. We love hearing about how much you all are enjoying each episode. Because of that, we highly encourage you to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. The more reviews, the more likely other sarcastic listeners like yourselves will be able to find us. Are you following us online yet? You can find us on Instagram at Sarcastic in Suburbia Pod and on Facebook at Sarcastic in Suburbia Podcast. Use the hashtag Share the sarcasm when posting about the podcast so other listeners can find your posts. Is there a specific topic you want us to cover? We want to hear from you. Contact us on our social media pages or feel free to send us an email at sarcasticinsuburbia at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening and continuing to hashtag share the sarcasm with friends. Remember that on Wednesdays we wear pink and listen to Sarcastic and Suburbia. Bye. See ya. Thank <laughs> you.